morning, everybody. Happy Christmas. We have two readings this morning, um, one from Luke chapter 2, that's on page 1027 on the uh, these church Bibles, 6-3. But first we're going to read uh, Luke chapter 2, verses 4-7. to seven. There are two readings that tell us about the coming of the Lord Jesus. So Luke 2, chapter 4, verse 4. So... Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And then our second reading uh, is from John's Gospel, chapter 1, verses 9 to 14 which is just a few pages on, on page 1063. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Thank you, John, for reading the Bible for us. And um, we're going to just keep on that very last bit of of the... uh, Uh, John's Gospel there, verse 14 there. Uh, First of all, let's just think a a little bit about uh, Christmas. And why isn't this... Can you give me a click, please? That'd be great. Oh, we jammed. Oh, well, anyway, we're talking about Christmas. And uh, uh, when that comes back in, Christmas is great fun, isn't it? It's a lot of fun. And it's a great celebration of Jesus' birthday. Uh, We've got our Christmas tree up here. We've got decorations up in church. Um, Anyone got a... Ah, oh, now then, what's going on? Here we go. Are we happening? It's always good when a tech works, isn't it? Anyway, can you click forward for me, Wendy? Or maybe it's jammed again. One, two, three, four, five. Click, click, click. Oh. We could manage without, but it'd be better if we had it. Yeah, well, anyway, so we'll go and have a look. And, uh, um, okay, so, oh, oh, now what's going on? Right, let's have a look. Oh, here we go. 
Yeah, all right, that's it. Okay, we're there. Excellent. Thank you very much. So, Christmas. Here we go. And um, who's got a Christmas tree at home? Christmas tree? Who's got a Christmas tree that is uh, dropping needles all over the place? Just a few? Okay, um, that we've got we've got new type Christmas trees, haven't we? And they're great. And uh, uh, what about um, a Christmas jumper? Who's got a Christmas jumper? Who's got a Christmas jumper on today? Some of us, but okay, okay, right, okay, that's good. Uh, what about what about Christmas lunch? Who's going to be having Christmas lunch later on? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, lots of Christmas lunch later on. And uh, how about who's going to watch the Queen? Later on. Yep, we'll be watching the Queen later on. Apparently, this is this year's, and uh, she is going to be wearing a blue cashmere dress. So look out for that. And uh, uh, we'll be seeing the, Her Majesty in that later on this afternoon. And uh, what about, after the Queen, maybe mince pies? Who's going to be having some mince pies? Okay. Now, I just want to make it clear, everyone, that it's all right to eat mince pies on Christmas Day. There is a rumour going round that mince pies are not allowed on Christmas Day uh, because of this guy, okay? That's Oliver Cromwell. And about 370 years ago, he decided that the people of England are just eating far too much. And so he said, Christmas Day, you will not eat mince pies and you won't have Christmas pudding. And some people think it's still the same today. But it's all right because of... Who? Brian May. Yeah, exactly. No. Um, no, actually, that is not Brian May. That is King Charles II. And uh, when, he came, when he came to power, uh, he said, or came to the throne, he said, no, it's okay. I like my mince pies and my Christmas pudding, so it's going to be all right. So if you have mince pies this afternoon, Christmas pudding at lunchtime, then it's absolutely fine. All right? Now, Christmas Day is a great celebration. It's also good to remember today, isn't it, that for some of us, maybe we lost someone we love dearly over the last year or facing a difficult next year, uh, Christmas could be a difficult day. Uh, but we want to remember as well that uh, today uh, is a wonderful celebration of the birth of the Saviour of the world, our Lord Jesus. So, uh, so why do we celebrate? Well, we're going to look at this one verse from John's Gospel, and uh, it is this one. Uh, the last one that Don read for us, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Now, a couple of weeks back, I, I, um, I told the Wins Fellowship about Arthur Moore. Arthur Moore was the vice principal of my vicar factory. Uh, as a place where you go normal and you come out like me, okay? And uh, um, now Arthur was the vice principal and he was, he was a very kind of, he was small and old and a bit scruffy. And um, uh, you would ask him in the corridor how he was and he, and he would always say, oh, awful, never worse, dear brother or dear soul or dear thing. And, um, um, and anyway, quite often when you pass him in the corridor, Arthur Moore would kind of... Um, go past you, uh, muttering. And you would always be muttering the same thing, and it was hologos sarks egenitor. And then you'd go, wonderful. Hologos sarks egenitor. And actually, that's Greek, because uh, what we've got in our Bibles is a translation from the Greek. And, uh, uh, and it is, uh, the word became flesh in Greek is hologos sarks egenitor. Let's say it, ho. No, try again. Ha. Ha, very good. Um, logos. logos. Sarks. Egeneto. All right, you've learned some Greek this morning. Now, uh, what it means is ha means the. Logos is the word. That means that's Jesus 
before he was born, when he existed in heaven, before he came to earth. Hologos, sarx, means flesh. That means just like us, only without the sin. And agenitor means became. Okay? Let's say it. Ho, logos, sarx, agenitor. Let's say it all together, right? The whole thing. Ho, logos, sarx, agenitor. Now, uh, that is the word becoming flesh. The word becoming flesh. And that's what we're thinking about uh, this morning on this Christmas Day. Now, there are four quick things I want to say this morning. Two now, and then two a little bit later on as, uh, as we look at this passage. And the first one to say is this. He came. He came. Okay? Uh, the word, that's Jesus, who was alive in heaven forever uh, before he grew in Mary's tummy. And he came. That, it's telling us that Jesus existed before he came to this earth. He was there in heaven before he came to this earth. And then he became flesh, just like us, but without all the rubbish that we do, without a sin from our lives. And he took our human existence. It's not saying Jesus became kind of like us, like a human being. And it's not saying that Jesus just took a human body, but he's saying that God uh, turned into total humanity. That Jesus was authentic real human being, and also, at the same time, fully and completely God's. And that's what we celebrate at this Christmas time. And uh, someone said, he who made man was made man. And it says here, he made his dwelling among us. He made his dwelling among us. So, who's got people here for Christmas? Okay? Now, the people you've got, who's got people who are just coming today? Yep. Who's got people who are here for a few days, like our family? Put your hands up, guys. Okay, here for a few days. And, uh, uh, well, that's what we reckon, anyway. Maybe they'll stay for longer. And uh, who's got people who are coming for weeks and weeks? <laughs> Have you? Excellent. Does your mum know? <laughs> anyway. Uh, and, uh, uh, and then who's got people who are coming for, say, years and years? Splendid. All right, now then. What we've got here is uh, the fact that Jesus came... And he stayed. And uh, in fact, when you look at verse 14 there, when it says uh, um, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, it says literally he tented here. In other words, if you, if you have a tent, it means you're going to stay for a while, but you're not going to stay forever, doesn't it? So, you know, well, actually, we've got a tent here. So let's, uh, let's sort this out right now. What I need is later on some help to get this back in the bag. In fact, quite a lot of help. Because we got it out yesterday, then Catherine and I had to go to YouTube to work out how to do it. And, uh, uh, and about, well, about three o'clock this morning. Anyway, hopefully this is going to work. Woohoo! Right. Is this around the right way? Yeah, there we go. Right, here we go. And here is our, no, it's back to the front. Where's the front? Here we go. That's better. So I've done this before. Right, so here's our tent. Now, what we're seeing in the Bible here, in fact, we'll bring it forward. Does that do? Does anyone trust their children to go in this? No. Right, and then what we're going to do is uh, when Jesus came, he came and he stayed on this earth. He tented amongst us. And uh, with this, we're going to, um, because it's Christmas Day, let's... um, Let's just make this, make this celebrate this. Or is it going to fall down? It might fall down. You should really uh, pin it to the floor, shouldn't you? 
Right, there we go. Um, and Jesus came. Can you pull that one out there, sir? Pull it forward a bit. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Oops. But this is, uh, Jesus came to this earth, and he came, and he stayed a while. He was here amongst us uh, as our saviour. Jesus came to this earth. And Jesus comes and stays for a while, not permanently, but he did come and stay here and live here amongst us. Okay? Next thing is he came and we saw. We saw. Now, uh, we haven't seen Jesus. He was here for 33 years or so, tenting among us, and he's now back in heaven. But John, who wrote this gospel, he saw Jesus. And he didn't see him. Now, look, I've got a pair of binoculars here, so I could say, um, right at the back of church there, there's Jeff Payne by the door. You know, oh, there he is. I can see Jeff. Very nice. Very nice. Excellent. Okay. And he's just scrubbing his eyebrow. Now, um, uh, or you could say in the front row, here's Tim Gage. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> he's pulling a funny face. Now, but actually, what John was saying is not he saw at a distance. He saw, Tim, can you stand up? He saw face to face. John is saying that with Jesus, he touched him. They had a meal together. Tim and I have had loads of meals together. We're on the staff together. You know, they spoke. Morning. Happy Christmas. And also with you. And, thank you, brother. Father Tim. Lovely. And uh, um, so we've got, so it's that kind of friendship that John had with Jesus. Not at a distance, but he was up close and personal. There were people when Jesus was here, they spoke to him. They did things together. They saw Jesus heal loads of people. They saw all sorts of wonderful things happen that Jesus did. And John wrote it down for us. Why? So that we might believe. So that we might believe. And where do we find this all written down? We find it in our Bibles. That's why we've got one in our every chair of this church. Now, if you want to know, if you want to know uh, more, it's all written down. We've got Gospels, a copy of John's Gospel. They're by the doors. You can grab one when you go later on. For the moment, just remember this. Someone said, unless you believe, Christmas Day is a complete nonsense. But when you do believe, it's a wonderful, wonderful day. And today, I think, is a wonderful, wonderful day. So two things, first of all. He came, we saw. We'll look at two more in a little bit. Tim. Well, we're going to stand and we're going to sing our next song. I know it's a favourite for quite a lot of people. Calypso Carol, see him lying on a bed of straw. Apart from Steph, I'm going to ask if she could just see if we can keep this up. Thank you very much. Now, um, so, so far we've seen uh, the two things. First of all was this. He came. Second, we've seen this. We saw. John saw and we can see because John's written it all down for us. These are the Gospels that I mentioned earlier on. Grab one if you'd like to read more about this. Now, I want to tell you about George the Gibbon. Now, uh, one, the local zoos, one of their favourite attractions was, uh, uh, was a gibbon called George. Uh, very unfortunately, in February time, uh, George died. It was very, very sad. And uh, it was really quite serious for the zoo because uh, loads of the visitors actually wanted to come to see George. And then the, uh, the staff came up with a plan. They thought, well, actually, what we'll try and do is we'll see if it works, but we'll dress one of the staff up as George the gibbon. 
And so you got this young guy, he was about 25 or so, and uh, they dressed him up in a, in a big gibbon suit, and, uh, and he liked bananas, so that was good. And, uh, and, and actually, you know, it worked. And he, he developed really quite a taste in bananas after a while, and, uh, uh, and, and in fact got to be quite good at swinging from tree to tree and so on. So it was really very good until one day in June, when as he was swinging from tree to tree, he was a little bit uh, kind of over-enthusiastic, and it was a bit trouble because he managed to swing right out of his enclosure and into the lion's den next door. And then as he was on the ground, a bit bruised and battered, but okay, uh, the lion uh, made his way, licking his lips up towards George the Gibbon. And, uh, uh, and the guy, George, said, uh, just cried out. He's terrified. He cried, help, get me out of here. To which the lion replied, shut up or you'll get us all fired. Now, why on earth did I tell you that? I mean, um, uh, life can be full of surprises. And Christmas can be full of surprises as well. And uh, uh, Ross, our youth minister, a few years back here, he finished, when he finished working here, finished in December, and he went home uh, to Australia. Uh, and Ross Sciano, he's Italian, okay? His mum and dad didn't know he was coming until he knocked on their door on Christmas Day morning and uh, they opened the door and there was Ross and his wife Rachel standing in front of them and you can imagine their reaction. They're Italian, so they're screaming and shouting and jumping uh, and all the rest. A great surprise for Christmas Day. And there is a surprise now because number three is this He died. He died. Jesus. Uh, stayed, he tented for a while, but it wasn't permanent, and then it says in chapter 1 and verse 14 we have seen his glory now what does that mean? well when Jesus could speak when he obviously as a baby he couldn't speak babies don't do they? Uh, but when he grew up, uh, he said this about 33 years later, he said the time has come for me to be glorified and a surprise on Christmas day is that Jesus came Actually, to die for us, to give his life for us. Jesus saying that when I die, you'll see what I'm really, really like. Because that is his glory, and we will see that. And it was when he died that we saw what God was really like. Jesus came and he tented among us. He came for a while, but he wasn't going to stay forever. Because he came and uh, was going to die for us. And then uh, this happened. And we see at the cross, we see God's love, and we see God's mercy, and we see God's grace, best of all. And it's at the cross we see Jesus died for us, because he loves us so much. And even on Christmas Day, when Jesus came and tented amongst us, we know he was heading for a cross. That is what Christmas Day 
is about, where Jesus came knowing that he would die for us. But that's not the end of the story. Uh, We've seen so far he came, we saw, he died, and then the last thing to say is this. We live. We live. And uh, just before verse 14 there, uh, in verses 12 and 13, John wrote this. Um, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born, not of natural descent, nor of human decision, husband's will, but born of God. And John talks about believing in Jesus. And he says, look, when you believe in Jesus, you become a child of God. You're born of God. You start a new life. You have a new life that starts now and goes on forever. And you can have that because Jesus came and tented here and then he died for us. And he was raised and he lives now and forevermore. And we have that new life that can start now when we put our belief, when we believe in Jesus. And when we believe, Christmas makes sense. And we see and we understand that uh, this uh, little baby actually came to tent among us and then go to a cross to die for us so that we might live. Now, this Christmas, you may be thinking, well, yeah, I've got to get home, get the potatoes on, do the sprouts and everything. We've got uh, 85 people going for lunch, and they're arriving in 20 minutes' time. Or you may be thinking, ah, yeah, I've never really thought of this. Well, we have, um, uh, why not grab one of these books at the door? It's called The Gift, and also there are some little cards around which uh, are talking about a little course we're starting in January that Tim is hosting uh, called Uncover to find out more. So things at the door. Do collect the gospel if you'd like to read through the whole story. Do grab a copy of the gift. Do take uh, a little um, uh, card which says Uncover in yellow on it and find out more. Or maybe for this Christmas Day, maybe for the first time, you're saying, actually, I understand he came and he tented. I understand he came and he died, and today on this Christmas time, for the first day, first time ever, I believe. And if you're saying for the first time in my life today, yeah, I believe, I'd love you to tell someone. Maybe tell me at the door, just as you go out and say, Phil, today I believe. That would be a great, great Christmas. Tim.